Moody. Dwight Moody had a great church in Chicago, Illinois. And it was eventually destroyed in the Chicago fire. But uh, there was a man that worked with him that was touched by his ministry named J. Wilbur Chapman. And Chapman taught a Sunday school class. Excuse me, I, I got ahead of myself. Moody had went to Chicago to make his fortune. And he got in contact with Chapman, who taught a Sunday school class at the Salvation Army. And Moody would come, and, and a lot of the young boys would come, and, and many of them were getting saved. And this Chapman began to be concerned because Moody didn't seem to be touched by the gospel. And so one day he made a special trip down to the shoe store that Moody worked in with the express purpose of making a decision. I've got to bring this young man to a decision because I don't want him to go into eternity lost. Well, Moody was there just to make money, and he was making it. But Chapman came in, and he pressed him. He pressed him about being born again. Amen. And Moody got born again that night. Now, you get a shoe clerk born again, you don't think of him winning a million people to Jesus. Amen. Now, you fast forward, and one day Chapman is preaching on the street corner of Chicago, and across the street are some players with the Chicago Black Sox, and one of them is Billy Sunday. And they hear the music playing, and they hear the message, and all the other baseball players were just cursed and got up and left, and Sunday gave his heart to the Lord. Well, Billy Sunday went on, and you know, Billy Sunday was such a powerful evangelist that they, you know the song, Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town? You know Billy Sunday's in that song? Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. The town Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. He almost did. The bars closed left and right in his ministry. But Sunday, the crowds got so big that he would go to a town and they would build a tabernacle to house the people. Well, one time he went to a, 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 a city in uh, the Carolinas and they built a tabernacle. And in that meeting, a young man named Mordecai Ham got born again in Billy Sunday's meeting. And you may never heard of Mordecai Ham, but he got born again in that meeting. Now follow the trajectory. Some years later, a group of people got together and wanted to have a, a, a meeting again in the Carolinas. And they said, we need to get this minister named Mordecai Ham to come and preach. Well, he gets born again. Now he's preaching. In that meeting, several young people from the high school had come to that meeting because Mordecai Ham was talking about the sinfulness of young people. And they, they wanted to explain to him that everybody wasn't as sinful as he was preaching. But during the course of that meeting, a young man got under conviction and walked to the front of that tabernacle and gave his life to Jesus. His name was Billy Graham. 
Now watch. Where did that start? When J. Wilbur Chapman said, there's a young man that doesn't seem to be open to the gospel, and I can't rest at night if I'm not sure that he's where he needs to be. Hallelujah. In our, in our 40, you know what these are? Escaping hell. Witness tool. You know what refusing to care is? Witness tool. Local church, hope of the world. Witness tool. Pressure, no problem. You know anybody under pressure? Pressure, no problem. You, you can get a soul saved for about $12. Amen. Fruitful. In what God wants us to do. And it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your gender. It doesn't matter your upbringing. It doesn't matter where you failed. Where you haven't failed. It doesn't matter what people think. Or what people don't think. God says I want you to see yourself. As I see you. And I want you to see yourself fruitful. Amen. I've told people over the years. Don't give up. You may be sitting here tonight. Feeling like what? My goodness, I mean, how can God use... Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I I don't talk about things like this a lot because I'm free from my past. Listen, I've been knocked down as much as anybody else. I've made as many mistakes as anybody in this room. But I learned the secret to just not giving up. Just get back up and keep going. Why? Because your day is coming. Hallelujah. 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 Tell your neighbor, say, I believe you're fruitful. Amen. Let's bow our heads tonight. Shall we bow our heads? Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Bow our heads, close our eyes. Now, you know, on a Wednesday night Bible study, of course, you, you know, you mainly Christians, mainly believers show up. But here's the thing. Here's the call that I want to make. If you're here tonight, and there's been that temptation to think, maybe God's done. Maybe, maybe I don't have a future. Maybe I don't have this ability to be fruitful. Because that's what I'm always hearing. Maybe I've failed too many times. Maybe I've made too many mistakes. The enemy's just plaguing your mind with those thoughts. Well, if you hadn't done this, it wouldn't have been that way. And if you had done this, it would have been better. I'm just going to ask you with heads bowed and eyes closed, if that's you tonight, would you lift your hand? Would you lift your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. That's me. God bless you. Thank you for those hands. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Anybody else? You say, Pastor, that's me. I, I believe that. I, I believe that that's what the enemy's trying to do in my life. Hallelujah. If you're watching online and that's you, God wants to make you free tonight. Folks, while we have our heads bowed and eyes closed, I want you to understand, I am so unconcerned about the eloquency of my sermons. I'm so unconcerned about having every point and a a reason for every point. I want to see people saved. I want to see people born again. I want to see lives changed. That's what we're on the earth for. Hallelujah. If you're online watching and that's you, I want you in a moment, I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you're watching online and you're not born again, this is your opportunity. I'm going to give an altar call. I believe everybody here is born again. That's not the point. I I want to make sure that we always have an open door for people that need Jesus. 
So if you're watching online, you're not born again. I want you to simply say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that Jesus came to the earth, that he died, that he rose again, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And I'm saved in Jesus' name. Now, if you said that with us, I believe you're born again. Those of you that raised your hands, I'm not going to ask you to come to the front, but here's what I am going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask everybody to say this with me, especially those that raised your hands. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I heard the word tonight. I believe that you want me to be fruitful and free from my past and free from my failures. I take this opportunity to take that picture off the projector and not allow it to be used against me again. I am a fruitful vine. I am one that brings forth much fruit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now just before we stand and go, would you just find somebody there next to you or behind you or around you? Just put your hand on their shoulder and just take a moment and pray for them. Just take a moment and pray for them. Go find somebody and just take a moment and pray for them. Pray, pray the goodness of God on them. Pray that they'd find their purpose, their reason. Pray they'd be fruitful. Father, we pray one for another in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for our brother, our sister tonight. Lord, that they would be fruitful in the things of God. Father, that they would be fruitful in the plan and the purpose that you have for their life. Father, that they would see their past as gone and their future as what is relevant and real in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, that they would see themselves as a person able to bring forth fruit into the kingdom of God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that every minister realizes their anointings, their strengths, that they have the plan of God working on their behalf in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for boldness in all of your people. Lord, that they would witness and share their faith and that we would see people born again into the kingdom of God. And Lord, we love each other. We love each other. We pray for each other. And because of that, we're healed in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't God good? Oh, praise God. Are you fruitful? Amen. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to close with this. It's nights like this that you're going to look back on and you're going to say, my life changed that night. It's not just trying to fire people up. Hallelujah. It's, it's seeing the purpose for what God's placed us here for. God did not bring you through what he brought you through for you not to tell somebody else or disciple somebody how they, how they can get through it. Hallelujah. Do, do you see this? And, and, and everybody in here has got a story. Whether you're young or old, white, black, Latino, preacher, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I refuse to be so knowledgeable that I forget where I came from. I refuse that. I've never been a person that talks very much. I, I don't just make comments. 
I remember where God brought me from. Amen. I remember laying in that field in Dalhart, Texas with two men trying to kill me. And the Lord woke my mother up in Greenup County, Kentucky and said, you need to pray for your son right now because the devil's trying to take his life. I was away from God. But my mother woke up and prayed. And mysteriously, people say, they stopped their assault on me. No, it wasn't a mystery. Somebody was praying. There are people in your life that if you don't pray for them, nobody else is. And I've got to make that decision. That I, right? I'm going to be their Wilbur Chapman. I want to make sure that you're right with God. Did you see that? I'm not going to continue, but I need you to see that. When I see my neighbor out mowing the yard, I don't think how nice their yard is. I think, do they know Jesus? Are they born again? My neighbor brought me some, some Christmas goodies. Lily and I were out in the backyard playing. And he, and he brought me the plate. And he, he and I have a good relationship. But I was finally, I was finally able to ascertain, he's, he's all right. He's, he's good with God. Amen. People say it's hard. It's not hard if you care. If you care about their soul, it's not hard. Pastor Michelle and I went down here to Chili's one day, one afternoon, and the server came up and was serving us. And I looked at her, and I said, you know, there's two kinds of servers in the world. And she said, really, what are they? I said, those that are born again and those that are about to be, which are you? Now, you were there. She began to weep and fell on her knees and said, my God, pray for me. Pray for me. She said, I got up this morning, and I knew I was going to get born again today. And God just happened to have a preacher come in. Now, you contrast that with the situation my daughter faced. When she was going to K-State, she was a server in a restaurant. Two preachers came in. They were very vocal about being preachers. And they ordered all kinds of stuff, appetizers, and just kept my daughter running, running, running. And when they left, she said, I went back over the table, and I saw a $20 bill. And I thought, well, praise God, these preachers are good tippers. You know, preachers should be good tippers. She went to pick up that $20 bill, and it wasn't a $20 bill. It was one of those tracks that looked like a $20 bill, right? They didn't leave her any tip. Quite a witness. Now, you contrast those preachers with the minister I know in Grandview, Missouri, named E.C. Morton, that was our pastor for a number of years. Him and his wife live in Grandview, Missouri. Grandview, Missouri is a few hundred miles from Manhattan, Kansas, where my daughter went to college. And he told me one day, he said, Philip, he said, uh, Inez and I are about to go to Manhattan because we've had Jessica on our heart. I just want you to know, we're going to go and witness to her. And that man of God got in his car and drove hundreds of miles to witness to my daughter. And gave her money 
to help her. You, you understand? Folks, we have the answer. We have the answer. The person that you're working next to tomorrow, we got to care enough to say, do you know Jesus? we got to care enough to ask. And it, it's not pressure. I'm not saying you don't. I'm saying that's, that's the mission of the church. What we see so often in the church today is so foreign from the book of Acts church. It, does, it looks nothing like the Acts church that we see. They were bold in their faith, and God backed up their boldness with signs and wonders and victory. Amen. Let's stand up tonight. I preached enough. Hallelujah. And you know what? Sunday is going to be full. It's going to be full. going to be full in both locations. Amen. I've, I've already told them we need to get ready. We need to have somebody out there with a lot full sign. Talk to the staff this morning and have somebody out there directing them to the back. We'll have that back door open. People, You say, how do you know that? Because Jesus said, I want my house filled. And that's what I've been praying and asking him. Lord, fill the house. You send them to us. And we'll feed them, and we'll help them. Amen. Isn't God good? I mean, just look around. Look at the, the, out, look, look at the turnout on a Wednesday night. Isn't God good? God's good, Brother Billy. We're coming to Stuttgart. We are coming to Stuttgart. I'm telling you in public, in front of everybody, we're coming. We're coming. You hear me? We're coming. We're coming to Pine Bluff. We're coming to Pine Bluff. We're coming. Amen. You say, who's going to pastor? Well, I'll start out pastoring the one in Stuttgart, and somebody else might go. But we're going to have it there. Why? Because people need the gospel there. Amen. People need the gospel in Pine Bluff. People need the gospel. In, oh, my Lord, I'm going to start preaching again. You better get me out of here. Come on, say it. Say it. Say it with me tonight. Get up here, honey. Shut me up. Praise the Lord. You say the vision. Go ahead. The vision of this church is to build people's faith and to frame their world. By the word of God, you and I will always be world changers. God bless you.